Well, this Advent season is a wonderful opportunity to grow closer to the Lord. And one of the most important ways that we can do this is through the Holy Eucharist. This is Sarah Kinsey with Mater Dei Radio, and today I am speaking with Lexi Torres, who is with the Parish Support Services for the Archdiocese of Portland. Lexi, happy Advent, and thank you for joining us. Happy Advent, Sarah. It's great to be here, and I'm excited to chat with you today. First, I want to ask you, for those that aren't familiar, what is Eucharistic Adoration? Yeah, really, you might look different in your parish. Maybe at your parish, you experience Eucharistic adoration with worship music or praise music or just complete silence or a mixture of both. Or maybe you spend time adoring Christ in the tabernacle. But really at the core of what Eucharistic adoration is, it's spending time adoring the Lord in his presence there because we believe he's truly present as Catholics in the Eucharist. And so if we're sitting there adoring him in the tabernacle or exposed to us in the monstrance, we're spending time with him because we believe he's truly a person. And so he's there with us, sitting with us there, and he wants to spend time with us in that time, allowing us just to share our hearts with him, to rest with him, just to be with him. So it might look like there's music. It might look like there's silence. Maybe there's a rosary, like I said, but whatever it is, it's at the core is you spending time with him, you giving your heart to him. Could you share maybe what is your experience in growing closer to Christ through the Holy Eucharist? So much of my relationship with Christ has been rooted in spending time with him in adoration, in the Eucharist, going to daily mass as much as possible. And, you know, I went to Catholic school my whole life and born and raised Catholic, but I don't think it was really until high school that I like can remember one distinct Adoration, worship night in XLT, if you're familiar mm. with Life Teen. Yes. <laughs> I was a high school senior. I just remember sitting in that adoration in that time of praise and worship and for the first time, like really giving Jesus a desire on my heart and allowing him to speak into that and give me sometimes answers I didn't want to hear. But now looking mm. back on, you're like, wow, Lord, I see what you did with that. And that's so beautiful. So that was really for me, I feel like where the Lord nudged me to trust him, to spend time with him more in prayer, to give him those desires and allow him to just work, just be who he is, to be God. And that really helped me so much to grow and then continuing that into college. And that was just spending time with the Lord in prayer as much as I could, whether that be an adoration, just staying a little bit longer in prayer after mass. I went to a Catholic college, so we had a chapel on campus. So I had the opportunity to just pop in after class for Mm -hmm. 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour and just be like, Lord, this is the chaos of life right now. These are the decisions I'm making. Can you guide me in them? And again, beautiful. Just look back on and see how that transformed my life. And then even more so serving as a missionary and having the blessing of praying a holy hour every single day for over two years. I just continue to look back on that time and see how much the Lord poured grace into that and is continuing Mm -hmm. to pour grace into that. And what a blessing it was to spend time with him so intimately and pouring that into my life now as much as I can, spending time with him as much as I can, just allowing him to fill me. You know, it's funny as you were kind of recounting those different periods in your life, there was several instances that mirrored my own life. Mm -hmm. Just I grew up going to adoration hour with my mom. She Mm -hmm. was signed up for one of the perpetual adoration hours. So we would do that. Um, But then in high school, it was kind of these 
worship nights where we we really got to just spend more time with the Lord. And that's where I think I really started to trust him was mm. in those times of adoration and then also through college. And I also was very blessed to have a chapel in my dorm and mm. just having time to rest in his presence, I think was so key for me. And I still find that with me now, like in busyness of work and life now, it's just when I get a few minutes to, like you said, even stay after mass for a few minutes and, and just have quiet with him or, or stop into like an adoration chapel. Um, it, just having that rest is, is so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. it's. I think it's important to remember, because I know there's times where I go into adoration. I'm like, okay, do I have this? Do I have my Bible? Do I have my journal? Do I have my rosary? Am I prepared? I, yeah, am I prepared to pray right now? Lord, what do you want to talk about? You know, all these right. things. And there's so many times, especially more recently, especially in the season of Advent, where I feel like the Lord is like, can you just sit with me? Do you want to just be with me? And mm -hmm. I don't need you to, you know, do anything, but just be here and then let me work. And the peace that brings, like, you don't want to leave. <laughs> you yeah. know? You're like, I have to go now, but I don't want to go. You know, I have other, you know, I have other responsibilities. You have to be, you got other things on the schedule for that day. But so often when I do just take that time to sit and be with him mm -hmm. for however long he's inviting me into, you just see how, he wants to be with you in just the simplest ways. And it's just so beautiful and so encouraging to know that it's actually quite simple of just sitting, being, and resting with him. I am talking this morning with Lexi Torres from the Archdiocese of Portland. And Lexi, for, for those people that maybe Eucharistic adoration especially is new, so maybe they, they like this idea of really resting with the Lord, but they're not sure like, well, this feels uncomfortable. You know, I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's quiet. What am I supposed to do? How would you encourage someone to get started in the practice of Eucharistic adoration? Yeah, I remember when I was in college and I was experiencing this draw to spend more time with the Lord. And I would, you know, show up and I was starting to journal and do stuff like that. But I also just started to listen to worship music while I was sitting there as well. And I would just have a playlist that I listened to. And it's beautiful because the Lord really spoke to me a lot through the words of those songs. Mm -hmm. And I can see now how he was working in that, which is so cool. And it just was those little things of noticing, like, where does the Lord want to meet me right now? Well, he wants to meet me in scripture sometimes, or he wants to meet me in a beautiful praise and worship song, or he wants to meet me in how I'm journaling and what I'm writing down to go back and read and see words that I just think to myself, okay, that was not me. That was mm -hmm. all you, Lord, who wrote those words down. Or just also in the silence, the simplicity of just sitting. And so not to be afraid to go in and say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm comfortable with, I know how to listen to music a little bit, or mm -hmm. I know how to write, so I'm comfortable with that. And just giving him whatever area maybe you're a little bit comfortable with, and also the areas you're a little uncomfortable with, <laughs> and then seeing how he can blend the two and meet you. Because you just, the Lord just wants to encounter you in whatever way he desires to. And we each, you know, we have different love languages. We all love to talk about the love languages. And Christ knows that. And so he's going to encounter you in the love language that you need to meet him in um, so that he can draw closer. Because ultimately, that's what he wants. He wants to know us and be in relationship with us so badly. And he'll take whatever little crumb we give him and make just a beautiful meal out of it. And I'm, I'm just grateful for the ways he's done that in my life. And that really did start with me in college, showing up to the chapel, journaling, listening to music, and then building upon that from 15 minutes to 20 mm -hmm. minutes to an hour to some days even longer than that, depending on what's going on in life that week. Um, having the blessing of spending a little bit more than an hour in prayer as well. But you just get to see how when you give the Lord just those little little times, those little things, he shows you how you can make them even bigger and even stronger. I think that's a good 
place to start. We just give him what we can and he he makes so much more out of mm-hmm. out of our little offering and we mm-hmm. just give him the chance to work. We just give him a little bit of our time. Mm-hmm. Now, Lexi, the, around this time of year especially and throughout the year though, there there's so many different opportunities in people's parishes and their mm-hmm. local area. What are some suggestions that people could maybe find in their local area that they could um, attend a mass or, mm-hmm. or a Eucharistic adoration? Yeah, I would start by checking out your parish bulletin, checking out your parish website, see when do they have either weekly, daily, monthly Eucharistic adoration, and then pick a day, pick a time in that month or that week that you're going to go and spend time with the Lord in adoration, uh, especially, you know, something that maybe it starts five minutes or that hour, whatever it is, but start with that. But then maybe you're not there. Maybe you're like, oh, no, I just I can't even make it to adoration yet. Sure. I can't sit with him in that way yet for whatever reason that it is. OK, well, maybe you're spending an extra 10 minutes after mass, after you receive the Eucharist, spending time with him. Maybe you know that your church is open during office hours, that mm-hmm. maybe the chapel and the church is open during that time. Jesus is there. He's in the tabernacle. Right. So maybe you choose a day in the week or in the month that you're just going and spending time with him in the tabernacle because the Lord, again, he wants to work with whatever we want to give him. Also, maybe picking up an extra day of mass. Maybe you incorporate more daily mass into your life because that's really what we want. We want to receive him. We mm-hmm. want to have him and body, soul, divinity, everything in us. And so that's ultimately as well. We want to be receiving him, spending time with him. It's just like any other relationship. I love calling my friends, but I love even more when I can give them a hug. And I love when I can sit and have a coffee with them and just Mm -hmm. give them my heart as well. And so just like those friendships, you want to do the same with Christ. You want to give him in so many different areas of your life, your entire life. Lexi, thank you so much uh, for joining us, and we wish you a very blessed rest of your Advent season. You as well, Sarah, and I'll be praying for all the listeners as well in this Advent season that they just draw closer to the heart of Christ and prepare their hearts to receive Him.